Saga helps people to feel better than ever, which is the name of her business. She believes that networking is about more than just getting clients and referrals. It's also about creating a great support network for yourself. And her opinion is that a new business can go faster in the right direction if they make use of networking. Thank you very much for being my guest on the podcast today, Aga. Thank you so much for having me, Liz. Now, you're a nutritionist and a a wellness expert, but have you always worked in this field? What has your career journey been? Um, Yeah, so not at all. I haven't been a wellness expert or a nutritionist all my life. And I actually got into this field through my own health journey. So I've always had a massive passion for traveling. Uh, So I studied tourism at a university in Poland. And my plan was to, after graduating, travel the world a little bit, which I did. Mm -hmm. I went to uh, India, some other places in Asia, South America, and everything was great. And then after traveling, I wanted to maybe set up my own uh, travel agency or something like that. Mm. Um, Sadly, this didn't work out. Uh, And the reason was that in my late 20s, my health became progressively worse and worse. Mm. um, And I couldn't quite understand why. And I couldn't really, um, I I wasn't really getting the answers that I needed from uh, my GP. So Mm. I kept going back and forth, back and forth uh, to the practice um, with various complaints and symptoms and I kept getting different diagnoses Um, and somehow it didn't make sense to me because for years I've been really really healthy Um, like I've never been a sick kid Mm. Uh, I've been super healthy in my teenage years I've been really healthy at uni Um, so I couldn't understand why suddenly my health went down Mm. Um, at one point I was diagnosed with uh, underactive thyroid and I started taking medication for that which made me feel better but it didn't resolve all of the issues I had Mm -hmm. and I had skin issues gut issues joint issues digestive issues you name it Mm -hmm. I had it all I felt like I was 80 years old like I was falling apart it was horrible um so at this stage my obviously professional ambitions and dreams and um career was like on a back burner like I wasn't even able to function properly Mm. um and um while I was unemployed during this pretty horrible period um I started um researching all of the symptoms that I had Mm. and long story short I found an autoimmune condition which um sort of described exactly how I was at that point. Uh, And the condition is called Hashimoto's disease. Mm. So it's an autoimmune thyroid disease, but um, it affects much more than your thyroid. Mm. Um, I got that confirmed by my GP, but um, I was told that there is no treatment for autoimmune conditions, which Mm. left me really heartbroken and Mm. frustrated and bitter. Uh, But I you know, after I kind of shook this feeling off, I thought since I found out what the problem was by myself, maybe I can also find a solution. Yeah. And what actually turned everything around for me was changing my diet. Yeah. And it blew my mind how quickly 
I started feeling like my old self after I've removed certain things from my diet. Um, so I've always been interested in physiology and biology. Um, but um, this sort of rekindled my interest. Mm. Um, and eventually I ended up studying uh, naturopathic nutrition at a London college. I graduated um, and I started working as an independent nutritionist. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so, it's it's my own personal story. Yeah, that's brilliant. So what kind of changes did, did you have to make? Were, there, were they massive changes to your diet? Uh, so I like to sort of always go all in, no matter what I do. Uh, so the dietary protocol I found for this autoimmune condition and other autoimmune conditions is called uh, autoimmune paleo diet. Uh, and that diet removes all kinds of things. So it removes gluten, dairy, all seeds, uh, nuts and grains. Uh, it removes eggs and uh, a group of vegetables called nitrates, which are tomatoes, potatoes, peppers, aubergines. Wow. <laughs> it takes out a ton of stuff. Uh, but I was desperate at that point. Mm -hmm. And I thought, um, since I can't really get anyone's help, um, and this is the only thing I could sort of try on my own, mm. um, I'm going to go for it. And yeah, it made a massive difference in a really short period of time. Mm. So at what point, well, how long ago did you decide that you're going to become self-employed and, and help other people with these kind of conditions? Um, so I graduated about four years ago mm -hmm. uh, and I've been working um, as a nutritionist, nutritional therapist ever since. Brilliant. And so who do you help? Who do you find that your, your customers mainly are? Um, so initially it was 90% um, were women uh, similar to myself. Mm -hmm. So um, 30s, 40s, um, struggling with low energy, struggling with brain fog, mm -hmm. um, with all kinds of hormonal issues not having appetite, but gaining weight, uh, even looking at food. Mm -hmm. um, women who have a kaleidoscope of um, symptoms that don't seem to be linked, they seem random, mm. um, but there is always a link. There is always an explanation, always a root cause. Mm -hmm. uh, so initially it was women with uh, autoimmune thyroid conditions, uh, but then I sort of expanded to seeing other types of clients recently a lot of um long covid clients mm. uh who also suffer with brain fog um uh fatigue um digestive issues circulation issues um but yeah it's it's 90 percent of my clients are still women yeah so tell me about how you help them when a client comes to you what is it that you that you do um, so first of all, I completely ignore that the label that they have mm -hmm. been given within the um, healthcare system. Uh, and what I do is I evaluate their um, body function from top to toe. Uh, I do it through a, um, a series of questions. So it's, it's um, like a form that they fill in, but then also we have a discussion, uh, which normally takes uh, an hour, an hour and a half. And based on uh, the data that I get from this conversation and this form, I um, decide which diagnostic tests um, 
or so-called functional medicine tests, mm. are needed to confirm my hypothesis. Yeah. We then run those tests and the tests together with the interview um, information give me a basis of the for developing the protocol, uh, which is individualized to the client's needs. Um, and the protocol usually, uh, it addresses um, the various mechanisms that have stopped functioning in the body properly mm. so that the body can, you know, once, once they are like fixed, the body can heal itself. Mm. And we do it through um, a combination of diet, uh, lifestyle um, interventions and um, carefully selected supplementation. Mm -hmm. And what sort of results do your clients see? Um, so far, I have to say that I've only had positive results. <laughs> I've never had any complaints, which is um, which is great to know. Um, but uh, for instance, recently I worked with a, a lady who had eczema for over ten years, mm. and it was especially stressful for her because she worked in like a high kind of a rank public uh, position. Mm -hmm. uh, so she was facing a lot of uh, public and a lot of important people and it was just horrible for her to mm. have you know all kinds of things on her face and mm. neck and um and she's been struggling with this for a really long time within three months her eczema was practically gone wow. she was completely mind blown that yeah. it's possible to get rid of something so chronic yeah just by changing your diet so once again, her story is similar to mine. Mm. Like, again, diet proved something life-changing. Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of other clients uh, typically get uh, improved energy, improved um, sort of cognitive functions, so memory, focus, uh, less anxiety, better sleep, um, Pretty much all of my clients lose some uh, weight, even if weight loss isn't uh, their primary goal. Mm. Um, the long COVID clients, they tend to be um, sort of the most difficult cases to resolve because there is a lot of like complex pathophysiology involved mm. in that. But uh, yeah, I had a client a while ago who was basically unable to function throughout the day. Like she, she has three kids. Mm -hmm. She struggled with just getting them ready for school and making them their meals, not to mention working, not to mention going for walks or to the gym or anything like that. And once again, we did just over three months uh, of intervention with her. And she sent me a photo from a theme park uh, where she was enjoying a weekend with her kids. She said she never thought this would be possible ever, ever again. So um, it can be pretty transformational. Yeah, that's that, that's wonderful. It must make you feel really proud to see what a difference you've made to somebody's life like that. Definitely. But, you know, the thing that I appreciate the most is that I really, really don't feel bitter about what happened to me anymore. Mm. Because even when I was um, already better, even when I, you know, managed to resolve my own health issues with diet and all of the other things that I use to help people, um, I, I, I still felt bitter. Like, why did it happen to me? Like, yeah. why do I have to, you know, limit myself? Why mm. can't I just have a donut when I want to? <laughs> um, 
it's when I started helping people, when I started seeing those transformations, that that bitterness completely disappeared. And to be honest, it now feels like the whole thing was a blessing in disguise. Mm. I literally now feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing on earth. Yes. Yeah. No, that must be a really, really great feeling to feel like you are doing what you were put here to do. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like that. Yeah. Thank you, universe. (laughs) (laughs) So at what point do you find people come to you? Do they come to you when they've kind of tried everything that conventional medicine can do for them and they're kind of at the end of their tether? Or do you find people that have just notice some symptoms they've started to have and think you know and they come to you rather than go to a gp um in most cases it's the first scenario mm. they have tried the uh usual um solutions um and they haven't got the results that they were hoping for mm. um and very often um very often especially for women um things tend to flare up uh, when we go through periods of uh, sort of hormonal storms. Mm -hmm. So for um, younger women uh, just entering adulthood, you know, it's, it's around the, uh, it's around when your period starts. Then uh, things can flare up again around pregnancies. Mm -hmm. Many women develop um, underactive thyroid after pregnancy. Um, and then it's again uh, during perimenopause. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of my clients are women with perimenopausal symptoms who have reached a certain stage in their personal life. They have reached a certain stage in their professional career. And now they feel like finally it's time to do something for themselves. Mm-hmm. They try to change their diet. They read around, uh, you know, the symptoms that they have. They read around the topic. But let's be honest, there is a lot of conflicting information mm-hmm. on uh, on Internet. Yeah. So when they don't know what to do, they find someone like myself uh, to give them proper guidance. Yeah. And are there simple steps that everybody could be taking to make their health better? Definitely. Definitely. Um one of the very simple things to do is to remember that your body needs a regular supply of fuel and Mm. it has to be quality fuel so just by having three regular meals a day rather than skipping meals throughout the day or maybe having seven meals a day Mm -hmm. you can really help your metabolism to regulate itself and to give you better energy Um, so three regular meals a day now when it comes to the quality of fuel Uh, natural foods are always best. So Mm -hmm. if anything comes from a packet um, or a, you know, or a jar or a tin, like nature didn't make it like that. So consider what kind of processes this sort of product had to go through to become what it is. Um, And whenever you can just choose natural stuff, choose natural stuff. Yeah. Um, so really so, yeah. easy things that we could all be doing. Now, I guess we should talk about networking since that's what we're here to do. <laughs> so tell me about how you use networking in, in your business. Uh, so when I uh, started practicing, um, my network only included other professionals from my field. Mm. 
which was obviously a, a, a massive problem because uh, they couldn't become my clients, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think it was actually through a client that I was recommended a network called Athena. Mm-hmm. Um, so the client came to me with some uh, thyroid issues. We worked together for a period of time. And then towards the end, she asked if I was um, using any networking for my business. Mm. And I said, no, I wasn't. So she recommended this all-female network called Athena. Um, and I tried it and I loved it from the very beginning. Um, it's not only a source of um, referrals mm-hmm. uh, and clients for me. It's also a great support network. So whenever you're trying to figure something out, um, you have a problem. Let's say you don't know how to set up um, Stripe on your website. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can reach out to your uh, group um, and it's always a given that they will find someone who will be able to advise you on this. Um, So it's, it's a great support network for practical sort of business um, things, mm-hmm. but it's also a uh, an emotional um, support mm. um, network that's that's really important because when you're working as an independent, um, you know, self-employed professional, you are spending a massive amount of time on your own. Yeah. And sometimes things can get too much, you're just overwhelmed, you're maybe losing motivation a little bit, and reaching out to some of your um, uh, colleagues from your networking group can really help to uh, pick up your spirits. Yeah, definitely. So what what difference would you say that networking has made to your business? Has it helped your business to grow? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So especially initially, um Especially initially, when I was sort of devoting a lot of time to networking, I was going to my usual monthly meetings, and then I was going to um, some other additional meetings, which had a more sort of an informal um, informal character. Mm-hmm. Um, it was through those meetings that uh, I would just pick up clients. Uh, and then whenever I finish working with a client, I always get a referral. Um, and that's because you know if a client comes from from the network they know that um, those referrals are really key for you Uh, so it definitely helps to um, helps to grow and then it's other sort of cooperation opportunities that help to propel the business forwards such as you know me doing this little lovely talk with you yeah. uh, that happens through networking yeah, right absolutely and and mm. i know that something else that you do is is you give talks to various groups um do those opportunities come about through networking too yeah 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 definitely um once again it can be sometimes something that um you wouldn't like even think of um for instance i was put in touch with a manager of a care home mm. who um, was uh, left um, a, 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 a sum in a will uh, by one of the uh, residents who uh, sadly passed away to devote to um, education around nutrition. Mm. Um, so I will be delivering a, a series of talks um, in a care home for elderly people, which is not something that I ever thought would be my kind of thing. Yeah. 
So why would you say um, you know, to, to someone who's who's just starting out in business and maybe hasn't done any networking before, what would you say to them? Why would you say that it was important to do networking for your business? Um, so when you're new to business, um, most of the time you don't really know where to start. Or mm. if you do know where to start, uh, you might like make some steps and then it turns out that you're going in the wrong direction. By joining a networking group, you will find a number of peers who have way more um, experience than you and who will be able to guide you, who will be able to, uh, you know, just give you little tips um, mm. to help you move faster in the right direction because I am sure that without networking you can also you know excel and you know achieve success but um, with networking it's just so much faster people know things that you don't Uh, it's as simple as that yeah absolutely I think that's that's definitely true so just finally then Aga if um, people listening want to find out more about you and what you do What's the best place for them to find you? Uh, so probably the best place to go to, especially to find out a little bit more about my services and my own background is my website, which is called betterthanever.co.uk. Uh, and the reason uh, it's called that is that when I was trying to come up with a name, uh, I mean, my name is pretty long. It's Agnieszka Lemieszewska, so... Uh, yeah, anyone can pronounce that <laughs> unless they're Polish, yes, <laughs> like myself. Um, so I wasn't sure what to call uh, my website, and I was thinking of things like nutrition with Aga or things along that line. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was my partner who pointed out that you keep telling people that you feel better than ever since you've changed your diet, so why not call your business that? So that's why it's called Better Than Ever. Perfect. I think that's the perfect name for it. Well, thank you very much for being my guest today and uh, the best of luck with your your business uh, this year and going forward. Thank you so much, Liz. It's been a great pleasure talking with you today. All the best for uh, 2023 to you and all of the uh, members of your audience. Thank you.